Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. So Giles, there's really only one thing on journalists' mind at the moment, isn't there? As Money and sex? Money... <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, I set you up to begin our podcast with a question and then I just... Yeah, I walked into that one. That's why I always let you start, because whatever I say... Yes, shut up! ...some stupid (laughs) fucking thing to say. What is the one thing on every journalist's mind at the moment as we sit here today on Wednesday the 6th of January? Oh my God. Well, I mean, it ought to be Mm -hmm. focusing on the day, the fact that Boris Johnson is to give evidence at the COVID inquiry today and for the next two days. Yeah. uh, Which luckily we can't podcast about because he hasn't done it yet. I'm quite depressed that after everything, he's still such a draw. Everyone's so excited to see him perform. It's really annoying. It is very annoying. It's annoying. But we're not going to talk about Boris because he hasn't given his evidence at the inquiry yet. So what is it that journalists are most focused on now, this week of all weeks? Well, like everybody, the miracle of the little baby Jesus. (laughs) The wise men following the star. Why, there's laughter all round. It's the miracle. It's the greatest story ever told. Christ is born. Christ is risen. Christ is the other thing he did. This Jew is focused on Christmas because, like all journalists, basically, journalists want to have that time off at Christmas. But you, the listeners, and you, the readers, expect to have a newspaper every day, just about bar Christmas Day, although now they do an electronic edition. And some, so some years, my column falls in the middle of Christmas week. Sometimes it falls on Christmas Day and there isn't an edition and it's woohoo! As long as I've used up my holiday for the year, I get a free one on Christmas Day, like Bob Cratchit. This year, my Saturday columns, which is what we're talking about here, fall on Boxing Day. So I'm normally written on Christmas Day for Boxing Day and on January the 2nd. So I would have to write on Christmas Day and New Year's Day and I can't. Yep. So everyone wants time off over Christmas. So everything you read, basically from about the 20th of December. Oh, yes. It's all been written in June or it was written last week or more likely it's being written this week. Well, it's the TV programmes that are done in June. As a, as a veteran of TV specials of the various shows that I've done, that's in a woolly jumper with snow being blown all over uh, a, a, a suburban garden in August and then dressed up trying to pretend. And everyone knows that, trying to pretend it's Christmas. The journalism is all done now. All the, but this is and not just features. This is the topical journalism. This is you turn to your comment page on uh, Boxing Day to read the column and who knows but... Oh, weirdly, it's a long thing about YA novels by James Marriott. Yes, or Giles Corrin writing about chocolate 
puddings, says Nigella, rather than Christmas puddings. Yes. When Taiwan might have been nuked by China the day before. Can't respond, sorry. Yeah. All the sub-editors are eating turkey. Yeah. Uh, so one of the things we're going to do today is find a topic for this week, but also find topics for all the ones between Christmas, which look more or less like a topical column. But, but are sort of timeless and aren't going to offend anyone. Or oh, actually, oh no, scratch that. Traditionally, mm-hmm. oh no, we've got to offend people. Mm-hmm. Uh, traditionally, one of them will be by me a rewriting of the nativity story. Yeah. Uh, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus, but it'll be, a decree went out, it goes far back enough from, from Caesar Blair, or whatever, you put Blair yeah. in for, for, for Herod, or, or Augustus, you, you put Boris in, you put Theresa May, and you write a satirical, not really There's thing. a Bible spoof. You're, we've managed to regenerate your Bible spoof most years quite successfully I can't remember what it was last year was it a woke bible done, would have been I've done that I've done a trans one I've done the, the miracle of the Trump child yeah uh, it was three stupid men from the east and mm-hmm. it was Nigel Farage uh, Boris Johnson and someone else it's all we know I have however it could be like a game in the in the um, the Gallimaufry of uh, topics which we'll discuss today. One of them I've earmarked for my nativity spoof. So we'll right. see if we can do it. So should we start with some Christmas ideas or should we start with something topical? Why don't you start? I The other day we were gathered around, uh, uh, I was going to say gathered around the Christmas tree. We haven't got it yet. We're no. moving slowly on Christmas. Yes. Um, we this did the advent calendars. We've got some little bits of decoration here and there. There's a wreath on the door. I put some Christmas tunes on. Uh, and the kids were upstairs, and they were coming downstairs, and it started to play Last Christmas. And you no, 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 stop! Boom, Turn turned it off. What? What? <laughs> the kids are playing Whamageddon. What? What? Fuck, what? Whamageddon? Whamageddon is an internet thing where you see how long you can get through December without hearing Last Christmas by Wham. Now, I was a little bit upset this year because I was in uh, John Lewis in Brent Cross, my spiritual home. And it was still in, it was like November the 20th and I heard All I Want for Christmas by Mariah Carey and I was quite annoyed and I very nearly complained. Then I thought, no, don't be that person. Nearly complained? I nearly complained. I said, why are you playing All I Want for Christmas on November the 20th? That's not okay. Anyway, so in that same spirit, the kids are seeing how long they can go through December without hearing Last Christmas by Wham and it's an internet thing. It's an internet thing. So what people are trying to do now, I, I thought... Here is a column that can be used on Boxing Day. The the trick for young journalists out there is you don't send it to the newspaper now to hold on to because they'll get bored with it. They'll see it in what we call the queue, uh, Mm. waiting to go, and they'll go... It'll go stale. It'll go stale. So what you do is I will hold on to it, Mm -hmm. and then I will deliver it... As fresh. ...when they've asked me for the third time on Christmas Eve, worried that they won't get home to their babies, here, and they go, this old shit, and I go, whoa, what else are you going to do? Blank page? (laughs) Fuck off to Christmas. It is the one number one trick of uh, filing copy as a freelance journalist. Write it in half an hour, deliver it at the wire. That was always my, my motto was on time to length and cheap. And all I've done is change cheap to expensive. And it still works <laughs> because there's this. So Whamageddon, the way that is a column, obviously, is I love the idea. Uh, Whamageddon, uh, trying to get to Christmas without hearing Wham. 30 other things you might want to get to Christmas Without. Without hearing, yeah. seeing, Eating. doing, um, experiencing. Well, all of it. Mulled wine, mince pies. Oh, wait, can you imagine this list looking good? Mul- mulled wine, but you've got to make it funny. Mulled wine with the bits of sultana floating in and all sticky on the rim. Yeah, yeah, bit. disgusting. Yeah, mul- yeah, revolting. It's, uh, without, without eating a pret Christmas sandwich. Yeah, great. Well done. 
seeing the Morecambe and Wise special. Without hearing a single guest edited edition of the Today programme. Yes. Without wearing a Christmas oh, without jumper. Without wearing a Christmas jumper. Thank you very much, Neil. Neil's yeah. muttered that, I but knew he, he's actually wearing one now. It's got <laughs> rotating reindeer Neil, Neil is one of those very cold people. I think he might be a lizard. Um, uh, without watching, without seeing Love Actually. Oh, yeah. Vom, Weird. vom. Or anything else to do with, although I'm quite friendly with Emma Freud, who's married to Richard Curtis, so I can't be too mean. Because they do read the column. Neil's going to cut it out, don't worry. No, not the... He can be in the podcast. Okay. Just, I don't not know. Not in the column, okay. In the column, yes, but just like not too mean. I can just say without seeing Love Actually. i tell you what Christmas film I loved. What? It's called Last Christmas. Yeah. I'll tell you the plot later. You will love it. So a different column off. about some films. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah. Different films about... How about a kind of room temperature supermarket mince pie in a little foil cup? You managed to dodge that. It's really cold mince pie. Uh, and then so and what the, about without... You can without sort of taste the trans chewing up in a high street shop like The Gap or something with a present behind 27 people queuing and eventually going, yeah. oh, fuck it, and just throwing Really, the, really sweaty. And, and then throwing jacket. it on the floor and, and storming out. Right, yeah, exactly. Without thinking, oh, fuck, I didn't send any Christmas cards. That's probably why I haven't got any, or is it just I have no mates? Without receiving Christmas cards, still receiving Christmas cards for the people who lived in your house for full 20 years ago. And they still get more than I do. <laughs> um, okay, that, that's a principle. It's it's slowing down as a podcast item. It may not have the yes. legs to go to column. Other possible Christmas ones can yeah, we do? Yeah. I think there's a column which can be used, and this one could probably be used on New Year's Day. The story in the papers today that, oh, I cut it out and then I left it upstairs, that people are not eating Christmas pudding, they're eating panettone. Yeah. Okay, got it, got it, got it. Christmas pudding sales dry up. As we switch to panettone, middle class... Are they saying that panettone's dry? What's the pun there? <laughs> uh, middle class Britons are opting for la dolce vita, writes Andrew Elson, the consumer affairs correspondent, uh, this Christmas with sales of panettone now outstripping Christmas pudding. I mean, apropos the previous item, I'd love to get to Christmas Eve without having read some story about how some traditional Christmas thing has been replaced by something else. Nigella, last week... It was Christmas chocolate cake, chocolate oh, cake instead yeah. of Christmas cake. I know. Upmarket retailers report that the fluffy Italian cake has become the must-have festive treat as shoppers look for an alternative to the density of Christmas pudding. Selfridges says demand has grown so fast that it now expects to sell three times more panettones than the traditional British favourite. While Waitrose says the Italian classic is currently outselling Christmas pudding after demand jumps, blah, blah, blah. The cake was first made by blah, 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 blah. And then they've got these... They've got the cinnamon bunatone, which is a cross between a panatone and a cinnamon bun. I mean, they are just desperate to ram this poisonous, sugary crap. Grilled panatone with a boozy zabaione cream. Oh, I hate zabaione. You know, this is just, you know, in the midst of, a, of an obesity crisis, when yeah. we were just talking about it last week, on, this morning it was, uh, yesterday morning, 100 billion, <laughs> sorry. You, 100 billion pounds cost to the exchequer from obesity, and they're saying, more panatone, sell them this frosty You see, one. the great thing about Christmas pudding, right, is that it is so dense, you can only have a tiny amount. So, but panatone is like whipped sugar. I mean, you can just eat, neat, neat, neat. Airy, airy, airy. So, 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 look, so Christmas pudding, the point is, it's not very nice, but it's a ritual. It's once a year. Also, it is nice. Oh, it's quite nice. It, it, it divides people because it's a bit heavy. An old-fashioned one. My mum was always trying to make a light Christmas pudding. And I thought, wow, once a year you could have, you know, with yeah. suet, yeah. black, you know. Yeah, with those, like, nuts that have gone a bit funny because they've been in a Christmas pudding for six months. I'm, I am really looking forward to my nuts Christmas pudding. You mean when nuts get a bit sort of wet? Get, they got a bit sort of... Just, they, they've absorbed. They've yeah. become a bit hydrated. Yeah. yeah delicious. Um, the... Uh, 
Do you know I'm so old that when I first had it, they had sixpences in? You're not... Uh, so actual sixpences. No, so did I. Not sixpences they didn't have. You had like but, 20p's. Sixpences. Enough. Actual sixpences. Okay, that's decimalisation came along when I was Yeah, one. you're the oldest person in the world. Yeah, Carry just, on. Just saying. Yeah. Um, so it's like good... The things about Christmas, yeah, and like the column would be, yeah, no, you've got to have your Christmas pudding just the same way. I mean, who puts presents in a fucking sock? It's ridiculous, but you do it because it's Christmas. Yeah. Who brings in, and we all know, the, the rational killing a tree and bringing it inside to die mm. while hanging plastic crap on it. And that brings in the business of ringing the changes with the Christmas turkey. Why? You eat it once a year. You eat it once a year. If you are, even if you are 54 years old like me, you've probably, if you've been eating roast turkey at Christmas since you were five, I've had 49 plates of Christmas dinner. Yeah. I mean, how many fry-ups have I had? Yeah. 10,000? No, no, no one talks Ring yeah. the change with some... Rabbit bacon. Yeah. Uh, you just you do it the same time. Have a lighter. Use a use a use a, a, a platypus egg and and, yeah. and have a salad with it or whatever. Yeah, no. exactly. And the, okay, but on the few occasions when you have a duck egg, you go. This is why people don't eat duck eggs. Everyone knows about sprouts. Anyway, that's the column. I'm not going to go over it here. Um, it, it's 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 beginning to sound almost too shit even for the Boxing Day column. No, it's great. Is it good? Yeah. Come on. Buck up. Um, can we talk about prepping? Suddenly no. prepping. No? Yes, all right. You don't want to talk about prepping? Well, yes. No, no, you do your idea, because you're just going to shit all over my idea. Okay, well, this Oliver Dowden prepping thing, maybe we can come to it, but look, a third and final idea for just Christmas holding. Death. Death at Christmas. Death. Dying. Yeah, Yeah, okay. You're all over this. When I was seven or eight years old, Charlie Chaplin died on Christmas Day, and that was a big fucking celebrity. He was like nearly 100, the most famous person in the world. It was a whopper. Someone, and we always had this notion then that someone massive, Benny Hill, I think, died on Christmas Day. Someone massive dies on Christmas Day. Uh-huh. Um, but then this year, we had Henry Kissinger, Shane McGowan, and uh, Alistair Darling, P.S. What a band that would be, mm-hmm. um, all died on the same day. Instead of a gruesome column like with the odds of who's going to die on Christmas Day, we could do a who's still alive column. Yeah, dead or alive. Dead or alive is the funnest game ever, dead or alive. Because it's almost impossible. Like, two months ago, if you'd said to me, Henry Kissinger... I, no idea dead or alive no, very like, very famous man but you, you knew he was alive because no one had said he was dead because you'd know because you're across the news that's why this game wouldn't work with me because I know there's oh, ri- oh yes, really exactly. do you want to play dead or alive because there is a website called dead or alive where you can test you mean, how... there's a, you mean there's a website where my column is yes you mean I have to simply go to it and copy it out you and put it in the times simply have to copy it out dead or alive Giles Pete Burns dead or alive you don't get to that, but Pete Burns, he died. Yeah, shit. Famously. Okay, fine. But he was, that's interesting. Was Madonna. Like, Madonna? Yeah, Madonna. She's obviously dead. Yes. She died in 1984. Damn. They, they got some sort of Botox Italian mama to pretend like to be her. I can't believe you totally anticipated my, my... Tony Benn. Tony Benn's been dead for 15 years. Don't be silly. Oh, Carrie Fisher, alive or dead? Dead. Drug addicts don't really count. It's too easy. Wait, is she dead? Yes. Oh, she is dead. Yeah. Shit. Just hit me with all of them. Come on. Robin Williams, dead. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Sheen, alive, alive. just. No, but you should do some other. Janet Jackson, alive or dead? Alive. Yeah, she is. Um, George Michael, dead. Oh, Bill Paxton. Who's he? An actor. You'll recognise him. Look. Oh, he's he alive. Always... Is he? Yeah. Dead. Is he? <laughs> yes. Okay. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is a story. I, all I saw was a headline that said Vickers are not going to be replaced by AI. Yeah, and, that, and that's just everything you needed to know. Praise be, AI will not replace Vickers. Kaya Burgess this morning, Kaya. The Church of England has reassured its vicars that they are distinct and indispensable and not set to be replaced by robotic reverends. It comes after a government report su- suggested the role was among those that would be the most affected by artificial intelligence. So do you think that, I love that, do you think that's what vicars have just been really worried about? That's what everyone's that worried about. there's going to be some Dalek in the pulpit doing that, just going. Oh my God. But it wouldn't be because it couldn't get up the stairs. <laughs> Well, they would have to do it from the from the bottom. But I love the fact that figures are worried about it. The idea that some non-human intelligence might take over and control everything is surely the one thing figures can deal with. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, that, so, I mean, the thing is that robot reverend. I mean, like, like that's you <laughs> more know, tea. That's it. More, yeah, exactly. More, more tea, robot. More tea. Right. More tea, robot. So no, but what I'm going to do is I'm going to sound the nativity pastiche klaxon. Honk. Because obviously, with an AI vicar, you'll get an AI nativity. You will get in it. And lo, the email went out from Caesar Augustus. Well, it has to not be an email. Not, not, it has to be. Like, what, what are, it has to be something more modern. Does it? Yeah. What's, a what, WhatsApp. The a, WhatsApp alert. A WhatsApp broadcast only. The what? The, yeah, exactly. Went out from Caesar Augustus, declaring that all the world should be. Oh, well, I don't know what the original taxed. text said. Taxed. Oh, God. You see, the, 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 luckily my readers will know the Bible better than you. A decree okay. went out from Caesar... In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. Okay, so not taxed. That all the world be, should be uh, online. Should have... Should, uh, all the world should be online. All the, world should, all the world should be fake. A decree went out that all the world should be fake. Okay. And the point is, and they saw a... When they see a... Not a star in the east, but their drone in the east. Drone. You nice, know, that sort of nice. thing. And then the gifts get... with Delivering the three gifts so with that they drones. don't need to go More there. Drones, yeah. Exactly. And lo, there were shepherds abiding in a field, cocking about in their phones, when lo, the angel of the Lord came down and said... What's made a TikTok video of everyone and did a selfie. Yeah. The angel so, Gabriel. Yeah. Is that, is that a bit hackneyed and trite? Sorry, this is this is holding. Oh. Yes, it is. So yeah, wrong with yeah, it. So yeah, just go with it. it doesn't really matter. Okay. Can we please talk about prepping? Yep. I was incredibly excited by front page story on Tuesday's Times. 
The headline was, don't panic, but stock up on candles, batteries and torches. Uh, Oliver Dowden, Deputy Prime Minister, has given the first of what will be become annual updates to MPs on the government's national risk and resilience strategy. And it's basically him saying the general public needs to be more prepared for blackouts, energy losses, tech failure. Oh, we need to stock up on candles. He wasn't talking about decorating your Christmas tree. No, he was talking about being prepared for energy outages and like cyber attacks, basically, and saying you should be able to survive for like two days on the, 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 on your own personal resources in your house. One of the things about COVID is that the supply chains meant that people didn't have any food in their homes. So, you know, we live in quite a big house and we've got plenty of room to store cans of baked beans and tinned beans. I think I still got all the pasta flour from No, lockdown. I chucked it away. Oh, I chucked it away. It's ridiculous. Um, but, but, what about the chickpeas yeah, for making hummus? I, I, they've gone as well, I think. Because mm. you never... You, it was like you brought the chickpeas and went, there you go, now you make hummus out of that. <laughs> But we, um, we could have we, we could have survived two days on chickpea lasagna. Yes, the children would have been delighted. But no, but this is but this is I suppose this is a piece for me to write because I, inside I am a major prepper, and I just love the I just feel like I have now been given complete license by Oliver Dowden to go and buy my generator, which is the thing that I want more than anything else. A diesel I, what, you, petrol generator is what I want. Look at your face. Okay, brr, 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 no, you brr, can get brr, really brr, quiet. Brr, brr, now I was looking them up on Amazon and what and what does it have it has a plug on it you yeah. have a thing in your house with carbon monoxide just killing you roaring away okay well you don't actually it doesn't actually have to be a petrol generator one you can do you, you plug can the telly it into up. it and then can't hear it you can plug the, the telly into it above yeah. the noise of the generator which just <laughs> no, sounds but, like an ice cream van but you don't okay it's not actually a generator right it's a thing that you charge up from the from the mains and then and it takes like seven hours to charge up and then it's like a basically a huge lithium battery and you can run your phones and your we're not getting that What's interesting is that Oliver Dowden being Deputy Prime Minister is that that is the job is the ultimate prepping job because he isn't anything. He's just there in case the Prime Minister dies. Yeah. And you can just line him up and stick him I in. I just think I'd be a much better Deputy Prime Minister than he's Oliver Dowden. He's just a diesel generator equivalent. I just want to be... Look, if anyone in government's listening, can you please just make me the Minister for Prepping because I would be so good. I'd get the, I would get the whole nation completely ready for a 48-hour blackout. You're looking at me... <laughs> No, it's... I can't really describe the face that you're making, um, but it's like you. I was just looking behind you at your paper Christmas tree and your three different advent calendars, including two with chocolate in, yeah. and thinking, what are your priorities? What are you going to prep with? What am I going to find when Armageddon comes? What have we got a year's worth supply of? And is it going to be sort of scented candles and um... and uh, sort of lit chocolate bunnies and and things makeup? I'd like to get to December the 24th without another pun headline. Then you are going to have to stop reading the newspapers. Because this is where sub-editors come into their own. Yeah, well, bad tidings we bring. Uh, Cost of Christmas has risen to £1,800. Is that all? That seems to me a lot. (laughs) I've probably spent £1,800 already. On what? Uh, Okay, well, what what are we talking about? Are we talking about my... Does this in okay? Does this include? Well, they've included travel insurance, but we're not going anywhere. Oh, in that case, it definitely includes. Gifts. In that case, and stop interrupting me. In that case, does it include Christmas shows? Because they are very expensive Christmas shows. If you want to see what? Home Alone with a full orchestra, that was seventy quid each. Surely they paid us to go to that. <laughs> that. That was so good. You're so mean. Everyone loved that, and you quite enjoyed it as well. When when Marv screams. When Kevin McAllister puts the tarantula on his face, 
it will never not be the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's so good. Okay. So if it involves Christmas shows, I've def I've probably spent 1800 quid already because we went to see Home Alone. That was 70 quid each. We're going to see Christmas Carol. That was loads. And we're going to see Peter Pan Goes Wrong. For a family of four... Should we cost out our Christmas then? Well, that's going to involve a lot of like digging through old emails to find out what But we can see costs. if you can guess the price of a Christmas cake to the nearest thousand pounds. That's a my... Christmas cake. I'm not getting Christmas cake this year because I'm hoping to get some off your sister. Because she always makes a Christmas so cake. So you're doing like a thousand quid on Royal Albert Hall shows but yeah. going to beg food yeah. from my relatives. Yeah, yeah. That's, she loves it when you take food. That's your classic failure to grasp what, you know, the balancing up of things. Your sister lives for me to go like, can I have some of your Christmas cake? And she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And her mince pies. Yeah, and her mince pies which she makes herself. Okay, so you want to cost out Christmas. Okay, fine. Well, Britons are spending nearly three... You haven't spent anything on Christmas yet because you haven't bought a single present whereas I've bought loads of stuff. Because I hate Christmas shopping in December because it's all crowded with people with their puffy jackets and their smelly breath. Blech. So I do everything in November, basically. But it's Christmassy doing it in December. It's Christmassy doing it doing it under... It, the way that you do your Christmas shopping, right, which is very smart and but does require nerves of steel, which is to do it basically on Christmas Eve. And you've done that before. Mm. You said when you were in your 20s, you used to go to Selfridges on Christmas Eve yeah, when and the place was empty. Everything's on sale. Yeah. Half price. And particularly this year, it's got so expensive, everyone's going to run out of money by December the 22nd. Yes, and they'll be yes. giving stuff away. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yes. Shall I buy you a generator? Oh, <gasps> yes. And i tell you what else I want. I want a home vacuum pack machine. It's like, it's, it's about this big. It's about the length of like a piece of an A4 paper. And you can like vacuum. So you can eat, like if you've got a big bag of crisps, you can have some. And then you can vacuum seal the crisps back so they stay really fresh. I want one of those as well. You want me to write down a, a vacuum? You really want home this Home vacuum sealer. Home vacuum sealer? No, I'm only joking. No, don't get me that. It's fine. Do you want that? No. Well, yeah, but I'll what get it myself. Didn't your sister say it? Did it was that time, it was the time when, when uh, Xander bought your sister Hannah, his wife, a Dyson. Handheld Dyson, yeah. A handheld Dyson for Christmas. And then I, I, then I came upon some rule which is never buy a woman a present with a plug on it. <laughs> Well, you Insert me... lewd joke yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. About... Although you bought me my, my Dyson Air Wrap. I was, and I know it was a bloody good present, but I was quite worried you about were worried. whether it fell into the plug plug in category. You're talking to a woman who wants a, a home vacuum packer. I don't know. A woman who care. wants a generator so a she can generator. plug things into her. Yes, yes. Do you yes. really want a home generator? No, I don't. Well, you're not going to find. You want to go and do. No, you buy me some fucking diamonds, for God's sake. Okay. Uh, oh, diamonds. We'll just fit the fact that into the cost of Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's your um, 1800 quid right there. A column about the cost of Christmas is probably actually how to do it free. And it's along yeah. the lines of the Christmas rake. It's, yes. It? So basically, <laughs> what we do is regurgitate. Look, Christmas, you drag out... Like, this, is, this is what it is. At Christmas, you drag out last year's decorations. Like, this column is the equivalent of an artificial tree. Yeah. You saw it last year. You're seeing it again. It's Christmas. Shut up. Fuck off. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, leave 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 the shut so, up and fuck off. But yeah, yeah, I always leave the shut up. The shut up, fuck off is implied is in it, every column I ever write. Yes, yes. But that's the column: how to have a free Christmas. What, like begging Christmas cake off Auntie Toria. Perfect, exactly. Um, you, you can bet your bottom bollock that tomorrow's T two, and that's Thursday. So the future will tell. We'll have how to have a cheaper Christmas. Yeah. In fact, it's probably all around. It, it's, they did. They've already done. The Times have already run a thing about someone buying all her Christmas presents from. Oh, that's the charity. rented Christmas. No, no, no. There's a rented Christmas, and the rented Christmas was good. That was a, that was that was in the Telegraph actually. Yeah. Um, and the, the Times runs ran something about I how to buy everything from charity shops, which is a feature that I wrote for the Daily Mail when I was twenty six. So just 
a sort of a lovely circularity as yeah. we draw near to the end of this Christmas column and the sound of sleigh bells is heard on the roof. Uh, th- that if we're talking about kind of horseshit journalism you have to consume at Christmas, yeah. you, we already we already know, having seen this story, we've already had the annual charity Christmas, rented Christmas, secondhand Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and so there's absolutely <laughs> Free Christmas. no reason not so to do it again. So it's got to be, it's got to be in, done in the spirit, it's got to be done in the ludicrous spirit of uh, supply chain failure Christmas and also in the ludicrous spirit of my uh, grandfather's nettling boots, yeah? So really, to, like, off-the-wall stuff. So your Christmas tree is going to be... Um, a Christmas bollard. A Christmas... <laughs> <laughs> do they still have bollards? They do have bollards. They have a Christmas traffic cone. Yeah, the Christmas... Well, bollards are funnier word. I hate bollard... to come all no, genius fine. with you, but... No, that's fine. That's fine, that's but... fine. Or steal a belisha beacon from a... a no, from Christmas bollard is funny. A Christmas bollard. Bollard, bollard is, is funny, funny, just as is any word that ends with unt. You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. To find out what I wrote about in the end, pick up a copy of the paper or treat yourselves to a digital subscription. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.